0: Hey, family, it's Pastor Travis, and I am so excited about this week's message. Listen, you need to turn up your phone, your car, however you're listening, because it's about to go down. I pray today you are inspired and that your faith is increased. If you want to partner with the awesome vision of Forward City Church, go now to forwardcity.tv slash give to get involved. Hey, I love you. Remember, your past is gone, your future is waiting, so prepare to move forward. Family, welcome to No Church November. Let's go. I am so excited, man. Um, worship was already amazing. Today's gonna be a great day if you're just tuning in. Mm-hmm. Thank you for hanging out with us today, another Sunday, favorite day of the week, you already know that, here at Forward City Church. Now, we're in No Church November and we're putting emphasis all month long on family. I know in the Bible, family was so important to God and it's so important to all of us individually, and we pray that our discussion together helps to uh, improve your home life as well. So let me introduce my guest. You already know Dr. Jackie, my wife, the beautiful, the famous, the awesome, brilliant, intelligent. All of those words. All of those things. (laughs) You know her. Um, But I also got some great friends with me. Ashley Young, who is a licensed professional therapist, well-known here in Columbia, South Carolina area. And um, she helps to... Uh, people literally all over to improve their lives, to improve their emotional health, to help them deal um, even with things, trauma of the past. And so she's brilliant and she's going to be a great asset to uh, this month's discussion. On my right, I have two of my favorite people in the world. This is David and Marilyn Chadwick, Mm -hmm. pastors of Moments of Hope in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, Just have been great um, inspiration to my life, my wife's life. Um, They have been in ministry for 40 years, married for 42 years, three kids, a ton of grandkids, eight, I believe, grandchildren, and um, just beautiful, godly people, full of integrity. integrity, I mean, I I always tell people, you know, and I hear stories about Billy Graham and John Osteen, all these different people (laughs) who walked with such a high level of integrity. And, you know, I often tell people, my wife knows this, that I have never been around a man with such high integrity in my life. I mean, this man just loves God, loves people, and I've been doing ministry for a few years. So, (laughs) Um, And and, and my... Adopted
1: son traffic. That's right. That's
0: right. So I this conversation is going to be so awesome all month long. And as you guys seen in the promo, we're really kind of utilizing uh TGIF, which was one of my favorite times. <laughs> yes. Man, Friday nights growing up was we so live uh, because you know my mom was kind of strict, so we couldn't watch TV. <laughs> During the week. And so um Fridays was like our night to let it all hang out. We got pizza and watch TGIF. Nice. And so Grab I'm enjoying <laughs> it. Yeah. Like I, that in our
2: house,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm enjoying just the throwback. Today we're gonna discuss family matters. Y'all remember that show? Uh-huh. Yeah, love I that. Did. Steve Urkel. Urkel, did I do that? <laughs> Laura Winslow. That's right. All of that. I love the theme song. Eddie? Eddie Winslow, yeah, yeah <laughs> man. All of that, man. I love that show. And, um, and so we're just going to kind of use that to talk about how family really does matter. It what does. we do at home matters. And I know a lot of times in church we put emphasis on our spiritual walk and we put emphasis on, you know, serving in church and our church life. But um, I think oftentimes we, we underemphasize how important our family and our home lives are. And so today I want to talk a little bit about family matters. Let's open up this discussion with this question. If you could, how would you define family. Let's start
1: here. Well, Travis, you know my commitment to the Scripture. (laughs) I believe the Bible is the inerrant Word of God, and um, I believe there's an outline of the Scripture that Genesis 1 and 2 is creation. Genesis 3 is the fall. Genesis 4 through... Revelation 21 is basically <laughs> redemption, and in Revelation 22 is restoration of the Garden of Eden, which was lost in the fall. But God gives His definition for the mm. family in Genesis 2:24 that Jesus quotes in Matthew 19 when He's asked about the power of divorce upon people and a family, and that Paul also repeats in Ephesians 5 when He's talking about marriage. But uh, marriage in the family is one man and one woman in a committed heterosexual monogamous relationship in Genesis 2:24 in creation before the fall. A man shall leave his father and mother, so shall the woman leave her father and mother. The two shall cleave unto themselves, and the two will become one flesh. So there is a leaving and a cleaving that's supposed to happen. And the goal of all marriage is for two to become one. Then, out of that intimate relationship, is the command in the garden to be fruitful and multiply. Mm -hmm. Those children enter into that home. They have a mom and a dad who love one another, love them give them guidelines, discipline, oversight, teach them the truths of God's Word and all that God wants them to know. And then in that family framework, which is almost like a sports team, and you and I both love sports so much, (laughs) that you learn how to live together, love one another, correct one another, but two authorities at the top saying to the children, this is right, this is wrong, and then preparing them to launch them into the world to be the kind of people that God's created them to be. Mm. Yeah, that's the exact way I would have answered that question.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, literally,
1: man, I mean, I mean...
2: (laughs)
0: To the, to the teeth. That's exactly how I would answer that. Of course, that's what family well, is. Well,
1: that's that year you spent with me mentoring that I taught you all of that you good did. stuff, you right? Did. You did teach me that. You did teach me oh, that.
0: That's good. Um, Ashley, why would you say family is important?
2: Well, you know, I think it's a great question, but family is most important because it shapes all of our interactions, mm. our cultural environment. Um, it shapes how we engage with the world mm-hmm. and how we uh, behave. Mm-hmm. You know, we learn our social cues from our family. We learn our um, traditions mm-hmm. from our family. And so it just shapes the individual that we become. It's our very first influence when we enter this world. So it's, it's highly valuable.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a question, Marilyn. Put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> what, for a, a spouse, What is the lesson that you've learned that has improved your home life?
3: What is a lesson that I've learned that has improved my home life? After 42 years, (laughs) I'm still learning, Travis. But um, this one might surprise you a little bit because it might not be what everybody rolls off the tip of their tongue. Mm. But given three options about a situation with David, I'm going to do really well if I believe the best Mm. option about him. Okay, so believe the mm. best. And it sounds kind of yeah. like, like, is that all? Mm. But there's actually some research that backs this mm-hmm. up. The wow. Gallup study, Gallup Poll did a study a while back and they found a bunch of couples that had really strong marriages mm. and they tried to figure out what the, like what was at the heart mm. of those strong marriages. What were the va- variables that really came to light? And there was one that came up with all the different couples to, regardless of what other things they were doing right. Mm-hmm. And it was that one believe the best wow. about your spouse. really. Good. And I thought that, you, you'd think it would be second nature, but it's not. Mm. I mean, you have to really kind of catch yourself sometime and say, okay, am I going to think this <laughs> or am I going to think that? <laughs> I'm going to believe the best. Does that make sense? I love that. Yeah. Believe the
0: best. It sounds like my wife. I think she's kind (laughs) of like that in general about people. She's helped me tremendously. It's hard. It's a little bit
3: of a discipline, don't you think? I agree. My mind goes to default mode like,
2: (laughs) there,
4: (laughs) But I think it really models this thing about us becoming one flesh because we're supposed to love each other as we love ourselves. Mm. And what we desire for everyone else to do for us is believe my best intentions and not the worst, like, not the day that I had a bad day, but the day that I was getting it right and doing all the right things. And I think that's the reason, kind of to your point, that I'm that way in friendship and and, in loving people. I always, I've gotten so many things wrong and done some things right, I'm Mm -hmm. sure, but I always pray that people will remember more of the good that Mm -hmm. I've done than the bad, and so I try to put myself in those same shoes at any time um, that I'm looking at someone else that might not be making the perfect choice. Just remember how I want to be
3: treated. And mm -hmm. in marriage, it's really important. It's so big. Well, I just suddenly remembered another thing about that study. They said that what was fascinating is, for example, you would have rated Travis higher than he would have rated himself. Like right. you believe, like I would believe better about David mm-hmm. than he believes about himself. And mm-hmm. that's pretty amazing. It is. Mm.
1: That is like amazing. <laughs> <I sure laughs> you well, know, right?
3: you treat no. me that way too. Yeah. You know, you always teasing and say I married out, married myself. I my cover but I don't mean marriage. Marriage. <laughs> about that you yeah. did. I don't mean that you did, but that, that it's a nice way to look at life. <laughs> it mm-hmm. is, and it's a nice way to look at a spouse. I
0: think. Mm-hmm. um Valuable lesson for a parent and improving home life. Mm. Give yourself grace.
4: I think that parents in general always assume that they're not getting it right, that we're messing up our babies, that we're not putting <laughs> in enough time. And I believe that kind of to the same point, yeah. our children always see the best in us. They're never walking away like, Mommy didn't do that. They're always seeing the thing that you did do. And same for um, the husband. I think that the best thing you can do is give yourself the grace to make the right choices. And some of them won't be the best, but even also looking to mentors to help you lead you. I know I reached out to my mom. He'll reach out to his mom yeah. to just find out. Mom, what worked and having the grace to know that you won't get it all right, but they'll take the best from you and walk forward. Oh, wow. That's good. That's really that's good. good.
2: I can add to that. I'm okay, sorry. Please. Flexibility is what I see. Is wow. that Sometimes we project our own experiences onto our kids, Ooh. and then sometimes we have these expectations of who we want them to be, um, but then when they go off course, you know, it takes us aback. And so I think that flexibility and parenting and family dynamics, our spouses grow, we grow, and so we have to be flexible, and and I think that the more rigid we are, the we're more prone to more anxiety. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then there's a level of uncertainty that happens, which really piques our anxiety. It just sends wow. it through the roof. And so flexibility is key. Jeez, yeah. man. I
4: feel like so many things that have been said really model I feel like I'm getting smarter. <laughs> <laughs> really models what church is supposed to be like because the family unit really really is a replica of the model that christ set up with the church and i think that's so like forgiveness and thinking the best Mm. of each other flexibility Mm. not trying to force people into rigid patterns and Mm. all of this stuff really makes us better christians better disciples walking Mm. out the principles of god and Mm. That's well, just
1: good. You know, Jackie, I was thinking as you talked, we're in this COVID crisis right now. Uh-huh. And one of the big things that church pastors are confronting right now is when can we get our people back together That's inside? Mm-hmm. We have that Hebrews ten thirty-five verse that stares us in the face. Do not forsake the assembling together mm-hmm. of believers. And if you'd ask me, my one parenting tip, and Marilyn knows this, is kids spell love, T-I-M-E. Wow. Yeah. They, they wow. spell love T-I-M-E. They don't you want your presence, P-R-E-S-E-N-T-S, mm. oh. which we think if I just give you something then you'll love yeah. me. They want your presence, P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E. Mm. Yeah. When you're there, you get lots of grace, yeah. and lots of wow. flexibility from yeah. them. Well, I think the same thing is happening in the body of Christ, Mm -hmm. too. A lot of people are really anxious, and I think part of the reason, you know, Ashley, I bet you have experienced this as well in your therapeutic sessions, is people can't get together. Mm -hmm. They they can't touch. They can't Mm -hmm. feel. Mm -hmm. They can't lay hands on one another. They can't grab hands to pray with Mm -hmm. one another. Mm -hmm. They can't express that time together, Mm -hmm. and I think that's hurting the family of God as well. I pray soon Mm -hmm. we'll be able to gather again indoors. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And you were
3: good at that with being a pastor. You know, Mm -hmm. pastor's kids are usually... They turn out, <laughs> they're notoriously bad, right? <laughs> but I think part of that, I mean, it's true. I canceled this week.
1: I'm actually. just <laughs> warning you. I'm just warning you.
3: you. You came from a pastor's family, and the thing is, y'all are pouring into your children so much, so I can say that in front of you. And I know you did too, but that's not always the case with mm-hmm. pastor families. But we found that in addition to the TIME thing, um, I think one of the reasons pastor's families have a hard time is the parents are tempted to put them into a mold. Mm. You know, you got to look like this. So my little tip, my little fun tip would be grow them with the grain. Like, mm. like your children are each wired in a different way. Our three mm. are all wired very differently. Right. Wow. So if I could jump in and, and kind of discern how they were wired by God and grow them with the grain, it was going to be a whole lot happier for wow. them and a whole lot more peaceful for me. Wow. And, and there's a actually, remember Proverbs 22, 6 in the Amplified said it like this. It says, um, See if I can remember it. Train up a child in the way he should go, mm-hmm. he or she should go. But the Amplified says, and in keeping mm-hmm. with their gift or bent. Mm-hmm. And then even when they're old, they'll not depart from it. So I always took that to mean, well, I'm going to train them with their gift or bent. And... Hopefully they will find their place in God's so family good. as well as sticking with God's family, mm-hmm. you're not wandering off. But I would
1: add to that though, the only way you're going to be able to notice their bent and Uh-oh. their giftedness yeah, here is go. by spending time with them.
3: There we go. Yeah. Yeah. There we you go. Got to see That's right. What they That's love
1: right. to do. I mean wow. when, when, right. one of my boys, yes, you know, D B at, yeah. at the age of two, he was wadding yeah. up socks and throwing it into lampshades. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what he loved to do? Basketball. He's yeah. he was <laughs> a that, yeah. He's still bent
0: like
2: that,
1: right? You needed to, I think.
0: <laughs> made the I think it's so interesting. I love what you said um, about how our home life should be a model for our church the life. Church, and maybe yeah. that's why home life has been um, is such a, a, a demonic and evil attack um, for centuries and centuries. And so we'll, we'll touch on that throughout the month. Um, I want to kind of throw a curveball okay. at you guys. Um, let's talk about this. It's a curse word
1: called submission.
0: What is, uh, Hello,
1: what? I'll, I'll submit to my wife to answer that question. <laughs> what is submission? I'm going to pass that over to you,
3: Jackie. Okay.
4: Uh, I really think um, the, the reason why it's such a curse word as it pertains to women, it has to do with us not taking the full description, or should I say prescription that God gives yes. in the Ephesians text. It talks about how we're supposed to submit to our husbands, but the husband is also supposed to love the wife as Christ exactly. loves the church. Yes. Willing to die for his yes. wife. There you are. Yes. And if you travel. found a husband mm, that yeah. was loving a wife the way Christ loved her, the trust that it would almost inherently mm-hmm. give, it would just be natural mm-hmm. to yield and to to believe and go with the will right. of that person. Wow. It's... It. it's it's why I'm not afraid to give God my yes. Mm-hmm. God loves me unconditionally, and He values me, and mm-hmm. He puts me first, and mm-hmm. all these mm-hmm. things. And so naturally, I'm God. What do you desire of me? How can I mm-hmm. help you? Because that's what I was created mm-hmm. for, according to Genesis. Yeah. As my as to my husband, I'm um, to be the helper. It's no problem to mm-hmm. be the helper. I think oftentimes this whole thing about submission mm-hmm. gets out of whack because you don't find the love like Christ present. Exactly. And but. It still doesn't change the fact that he's also called you to submit. Yeah. And so given the space. Yeah. But Jackie, or, could I add to that? Please, thing? It's please. a willing
1: submission on your part because sure. you have a husband who's willing to die for you. The best example I can give there biblically mm-hmm. is the Trinity. Oh, we man. Christians believe one God in three persons, mm-hmm. Father, Son, and Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. Right. But the Son willingly submitted to the Father Whoa. to put on human flesh he to did. enter this world in a manger, live the perfect life we can't live ourselves To willingly go to a cross and die, taking that horrific death upon himself Mm -hmm. as a substitute for Mm -hmm. us, not having to have that, then being raised from the dead to prove that it's all true. Jesus did that willingly. He chose to do it because of the love of the Mm -hmm. Father he knew that existed. And and Jesus doesn't even know at this moment when he's going to return. He said only the Father knows. He submitted himself to the Father out of a beautiful love relationship there that I think is what you're saying. The wife willingly submits to a loving husband who has her best as his highest desire that's so good which is
2: so important in the courting process i think Mm. and you may encounter this with young ladies a lot of young ladies are leading in their relationships and they are not respecting the people that they're dating, and so you get into this um, entanglement, if you will. Oh, come on, uh, entanglement. <laughs> um, where you find yourself <laughs> in a marriage where you don't respect your husband, and then you're in this um, dilemma where I, I'm having a hard time submitting, and the, we didn't consider that in the yeah. dating process. Well, there was right. no discernment and whether or not this person so can lead me oh, man. in a spiritual yeah. way. That's really
1: strong. Wow. Yeah. And I would add one quick thing to mm-hmm. that is that, You've got to be a man of God who quests after the heart of the Father Absolutely. in heaven. And then when you yeah. do that, there are women who would gladly submit to a man who's submitted to the Father himself. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. Even independent women. Even yes. yes. happily yes. submit. My it's- husband was a great example for me and yeah. he respects me and um, and didn't get threatened by all the avenues of life that I was trying to pursue. But he's so sacrificial and he loves me. It should make us
3: stronger.
1: And this is a strong woman. I mean, she is gifted Mm -hmm. in so many ways. She has a graduate counseling degree. Mm -hmm. She's presently in seminary right now pursuing a master's degree. I honor her and respect her for a great woman, a wonderful mom in so many ways. And yet she chooses to place herself under my leadership. And as I make decisions, though, Mm. as we're one flesh, Jackie, like what you said, I would never make a decision Mm. if my one flesh partner is saying, I don't think you ought to do that. Right, Because I've learned to trust her gut.
3: (laughs) I would (laughs) never make a
1: decision that she says, you better be careful here, because Mm. I've learned through the years she's often right. So she's my eyes, in a way, that help me make good decisions from the Father. Well, that's what you were saying about
4: Genesis. Exactly. I wanted to also say to a woman that may be struggling with the idea of submission, it empowers your husband to lead even better. The fact that they know that you trust them and lean to them and what do you think about that? It kind of like... Causes them to rise in the responsibility right. yeah. of leading because they know that they're trusted. That's in any relationship. In any when relationship. you know someone trusts you, you rise to the occasion um, because you know that they have your back and I'm praying for you and I'm yes. there. And so I just wanted yeah. to put okay. that okay. forward and
1: I'm to I'm give a positive light. <laughs> could, could you comment on helper, that word in Genesis Well, two? I think that's where you were going mm-hmm. and I'm sure yeah. y'all
3: know this, but I was going to add to what you're saying. It makes them better leaders and then yes. you respect them even more, mm-hmm. which, you know, it's a great partnership and then there's that mysterious thing of respect, but you probably know this. When in, the, in, the, in the garden when God said Adam needs a helper that word Ezer or Azer in the Hebrew mm-hmm. um, it's only used to describe the woman twice all the other 18 times in the Old Testament it's describing God wow like that's how we get Israel Whoa. you know Ezer Whoa. Ezer or Ebenezer the Ebenezer stone that's Eben that Eben is rock and Ezer is helper it's a really wow. strong word and you're thinking okay God really had a good Whoa. design on that's that amazing. isn't that neat I mean, he wow. didn't want anybody to be wimpy. <laughs> so you know? when
1: God's called Ezer, he's called the rock. And yeah. so oftentimes I lean yeah. on her because she's my rock. Mm-hmm. I have to. There That's are days good. I can't get through it unless yeah. I go home and talk to her. Then suddenly I'm re- reinvigorated because I've talked to the rock in my family.
3: Well, and to add to that, there's actually, in there was a pictogram of some of the early language when they couldn't yet write. Mm-hmm. and And it was interesting because it was an eye and a hand, and the commentator was saying that the easier was almost like an early warning system. You know how sometimes you have that inner gut feeling like, uh-oh, you better watch your back around that person.
1: <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm <laughs> talking about. <laughs> you
3: better watch your back around that person. But but I think God has given us that, like, it's an early warning system. I don't know how else to say it.
4: I want to say this because I know my husband is, he's a big man of practicality. And I wanted to ask the question to the men specifically, Ooh. what does it practically look like or feel like for you as husbands for a woman to be submitted? Like what does Ooh. that look that lived out in life? Oh,
3: that's good, that's a good First question. of all,
1: don't criticize me publicly. Ooh.
3: Don't
1: There's criticize me publicly. Okay. Wow. Do not embarrass me in front mm-hmm. of other people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't talk behind me to your yeah. friends mm-hmm. and others. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. That would really hurt my heart if I knew that you were talking to other yeah. people about me. And when we are making a decision and we're not sure, say to me, you know, I don't know, but I'm just going to trust you that Mm -hmm. if you hear God, I'm going to follow, even though I don't know whether we should or not. And if you make the wrong decision, I'm not going to blame you. I'm not not going to critique you. We're in this together. We'll Mm -hmm. go back to starting place and we'll figure it out together. Wow. Yeah, Yeah, mine
0: would be two S words. I mean, I'm right there. Support. Okay. Number one, just constant support, knowing that... uh, you have our back constantly and that no matter what, no matter what credits come, no matter whatever, you know, even it doesn't matter if we fail you mm, know like right. even when we fail it's like we know we have a safe spa- space at home yeah. with mm-hmm. amen so important you can get back in the game and then the other s-word would be sex you know whenever we're ready <laughs> um
4: <laughs> it we got to make its way in yeah it would have been too uh,
1: too now, serious I, I didn't mentor with, you there travis that <laughs> was on it your own been buddy it would too serious
0: got <laughs> <without> it <laughs> okay i'm kidding no um He's not kidding. God. I'm not kidding. Yeah, <laughs> you know, whenever,
3: wherever. That's I, yeah. we <laughs> got, it, got it. Got it. He'll never forget that.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh, no, I think I think we're run right out of time. I want to <laughs> I want to really quickly throw this out and just very quickly, we're talking about improving our home lives. We we're in no church in November and and doing better with our family units. So I want to ask very quickly. I'm gonna go around. Um, tell me, in and maybe a couple sentences. What does I'm going to start with you, and we're just going to go around. A godly wife look like.
3: I think the best thing I can say and the most important thing that I can do is to be very close to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And my best energy is spent drawing close to the Lord and then kind of keeping my soul fresh mm-hmm. and fed, and mm-hmm. then, I'm a, then I'm a good wife to you because mm-hmm. now I'm the best me mm-hmm. because of God. Good.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I would godly, say yours is going to be godly father. Uh, oh, you mean what does a godly father look like? Yep. A godly father looks like one who has, as his two greatest desires, to be a guardian Mm. of the home, Mm. not allowing anything of pernicious evil to Mm. enter that home via television, social media, Mm. other things. And secondly, to be a gardener Mm. that I find weekly family home nights where I spiritually pour in nutrients into my family's garden so that Mm. my kids are protected from evil Mm. and growing relationally with the Lord. Mm. Gardener and guardian.
0: Wow, whoa! Um, Godly son. (laughs) Oh man, Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, Honor. I think simply put, honor. The Bible Bible says, honor your father, your mother, and father, and the Lord. You know. And so for me, it's honor. No matter what your parents have done, no matter that you did teach me, Mm -hmm. Uh, no matter. The days will be long. Yeah, you know, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. You know, I remember he would say that all the time from the stage. You know, it doesn't matter. You know, even if they were the worst parents in the world, they're still your parents That's and they're good. deserving of honor for all the days of your life. And so... Um, and
1: you may be the instrument that will bring them to Christ yeah. by honoring them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who knows? That, that could That's be beautiful. the case. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep.
0: Daughter.
4: <laughs> yield it. I would definitely say obedient to the Father. No matter what the request is, it's a yes. Mm-hmm. That, I would say yield it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yielding. Mm-hmm.
2: And I have
0: yeah, we was gonna say either
2: mom spouse daughter uh, I would say either way unconditional love yeah. through through the good the bad loving through the flaws the shortfalls and um, and the successes unconditional love
0: beautiful man listen I know people are watching from all over the world and I pray that today inspired you that it touched your heart and that God did something awesome for you hey if you are far from him um, and today you just felt something even in this Conversation, you were like, "Man, like, I want to be better." Um, I think the the road to improvement, the road to righteousness, um, is is one path. It's one man. Um, his name is Jesus. And so, no matter where you are, I would love to give you an invitation uh, to receive Him today mm-hmm. as your Lord and Savior to at least start. On this journey, or maybe you straight away, this is a great moment to return and allow God to do something brand new in your heart. And so if you wouldn't mind, I would love if you'll pray with me and let's just get into this together. Repeat after me, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, I believe you I believe, I believe, died on the cross, he died on the for, cross my sins, for my sins. And I, and I believe that you rose again, you rose again with, all power. with all power. Come into my life. Coming to my life. Change me change from the inside out. The inside. My life does not belong to me. My life does not belong to it me. It belongs to you. It belongs to you Jesus in name. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, if you prayed that prayer for the first time or if you rededicated your life, there's information on the screen right now. Listen, we believe another thing my mentor taught me in reaching out to you and walking with you and even helping further explain the decision you made today. And so you can uh, start on your journey in Christ. He loves you. He's for you and your life will never be the same. No church November. Tell everybody God is doing something awesome. We're going to worship just a little bit more.
4: I hope that this um, topic of family matters has helped and transformed your life. I pray that you would Really take these words to heart and allow the Father to go forward in doing what He desires in your home. What we want to do to help you with this is give you homework each and every week that will help you with this transformation process. I'm going to be passionate to Ashley Young for this homework prescription for you.
2: Thank you, Jackie. So today I would like for you guys to do an assessment of your family. What I want you to do is identify your shortfalls, i.e. your weaknesses, and then also identify your strengths. After that, and you do this with getting input from your family. So if there's just one family member looking, I want you to get input from your family because that's what helps make um, successful families. And so when you look at your weaknesses, I want you to identify one or two ways to improve upon them. And then have a discussion as a family to see how you can progress together. Thank you, Jay.
0: Hey, thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to commit your life to this Jesus that you've been hearing about, pray the simple prayer with me. Gotta acknowledge that I am a sinner. I believe that you died on the cross for my sins. And I believe that you got up so that I don't have to stay down. Come into my heart. Change me forever from the inside out. I'm saved. I am different. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, if you prayed this prayer for the first time, or even if you rededicated your life today, I'm so proud of you, and you're not alone. Go now to forwardcity.tv slash brand new. We'd love to hear from you. Remember that in Christ, your past is gone. Your future is waiting. So move forward. Love you.